And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hello once again, everybody, and welcome to Greenlight Reviews. I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to review a film simply entitled The American. Okay. And when you hear that title, Mm -hmm. don't pull out your American flag to wave, because (laughs) the only character in the film who is an American is George Clooney, Mm -hmm. who is the star. Right. He plays a hired international assassin, Mm -hmm. and we see him first in Sweden, where he carries out an assassination, and then he does something that so shocked me in the first minute of this film. Right. I could hardly believe it. And because of that, he has to go hide somewhere, you know, stay out of the radar. So he goes to Italy, Mm -hmm. to a small town in the mountains in Italy, very, very picturesque town where he makes good friends with a priest named Father Benedetto, played by Paolo Bonicelli. Mm -hmm. Then he falls desperately in love with a very, very beautiful prostitute. Clara, played by Violante Placido. Uh And I think before we go any further, (laughs) you and I have to agree that Violante Placido is one of the most beautiful women we have ever seen on or off a film. She's certainly gorgeous, and she's a very sweet personality on screen as well. So she's not just beautiful to look at, but you get a feeling from her that she's really got something going on besides the obvious. She sure does. Isn't that about it? (laughs) (laughs) It really is about it. In terms of the plot. Yeah. Well, Jack, the assassin, is hired by another very beautiful woman, Matilda, played by Tekla Reuton, to design a rifle for her Mm -hmm. that she will use for assassinations herself. (laughs) And a good bit of the film is given over to watching him make these things. Making bullets and designing a rifle. Yes, Mm -hmm. which is very interesting. You think so? Yes, I did think so. Les, you need to get a life. (laughs) I mean, that really was dull movie making to me. I'm so embarrassed and sorry for this film. It's called an action movie. I'm afraid that this is an inaction movie. I thought this is a very dull, boring movie, and I kept waiting for George Clooney to show up. I'm talking about the wily, smart, intensely talented actor, not this stilted, unshaven, very stiff guy playing the assassin. I know that George Clooney was doing a character. I fully realize that. And I welcome any actor trying to stretch his muscles to perform in a genre that we're not familiar with seeing him in. So I like that. But in this case, George Clooney is the guy who kills people for a living. He hides out in Italy. He makes weapons for someone to kill someone else. Meantime, he kills time by hanging out with a prostitute. The only action in this movie is when Violente Placido takes off her dress so that the audience and Clooney can ogle her very toned body. That is the main action in this movie. This is a very slender script, and I really resent a movie like this because I think that George Clooney, who is so talented, took this movie because it was like a paid vacation for him. George Clooney in real life lives in Italy, so this was a good gig for him. He could make the movie in his backyard, he probably got paid $10 million, and the script could not have have been more than six pages long because that's all the dialogue that is in this movie. It is really a cheat for the audience. And I couldn't disagree with you 
more. Well, then tell me what the great story is here. Okay. There is no story. If you want to call this a character study, that's one thing. But even his character is shallow. And if you think that building weapons and making bullets and close-ups <laughs> of making a rifle makes for good storytelling, then, you know, I can't understand where you're coming from. You're a wonderful story writer. What did you find intriguing about this story? Story now. Well, I tell you, but we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked it a lot. I was fascinated with the character of Jack. I don't know why he has become what he has become. I think that was deliberately kept from us right. by the writer, Roland Jaffe, and the director, Anton Corbine. Mm -hmm. How can you explain a character, Les, who in the first minute of the movie shoots a woman in the back, a girlfriend of his, for no reason. And by the way, as an audience, I am really angered when I saw that. And I dislike this character from the first minute. I don't like a guy who shoots a woman in the back, and we don't know the reason why. And for the rest of the movie, that image haunted me. And I am going to give that away because I think that's part of the problem of this movie. Okay. I didn't like the character. I didn't think he was a terrific guy. Well, he's not a terrific guy. He's a paid assassin. Well, that's what this movie is all about. But it's about this guy who, after living a very bad life, he is now going through all sorts of self-inflicted guilt. There is a scene where he's talking to Father Benedetto, and the father asks him, do you believe in God? And he said, and I thought this was a wonderful line, I'm afraid God doesn't pay very much attention to me, Father. You know, I thought that really summed up what his problem was. Nothing to do with religion, but to do with morality. There was some action in this film, but it's mostly a psychological drama and a morality play. I think this is a cheap, very exploitive film trying to cash in on George Clooney's great popularity, and I mean that worldwide. He's a huge star. Yes, he is. And I think that this movie really does a great disservice to all the people out there who go to see a movie that he fronts. And, you know, as I said earlier, I like it when actors stretch and try to do something new and fresh and different. This is bad script writing. It's cheap script writing. There's just not enough to hang on to, Les, for me. I thought the plot was very simplistic. Okay, I disagree. I didn't like the character of the priest. He drops a bomb in the middle of the movie that he has an illegitimate son. Excuse me, where does that come from? Why was that mentioned? How does that impact the story? There is no story. This is all about a guy who runs up and down steps, hiding from other people, and finally he gets shot. Please. I mean, this was so simplistic. I was really really annoyed. And by the way, I walked out of the theater and I heard a lot of disgruntled audience goers. You know, maybe it was me, maybe I was just listening for it, but I thought this was a very disappointing film and I'm really, really sorry about it because I'm a huge George Clooney fan. I'm a huge George Clooney fan And I too. love Italy. I should have really loved this movie. Yes, you should have. What's wrong with you? I remembered at the time a film that Gregory Peck did towards the uh -huh. later part of his career right. called The Boys from Brazil, where he played brilliant a Nazi. It was a brilliant movie. Brilliant plot, brilliant story, great, great characterization. Okay, but the point being, Anne, okay. is that nobody wanted to see this film because they didn't want to see Gregory Peck playing Dr. Josef Mengele, <laughs> one of the worst Nazis of all time, and the film was not a success, even though it is a great film. I felt the same way about this film. That's not my argument, Les. It's one of mine. I loved 
seeing George Clooney trying something, and to me, he succeeded. I know this is not going to be a big box office film. I know it's not going to be an easy sell to anybody, especially to somebody who liked George Clooney in a comedy called Leatherheads a couple of years ago. Oh, sure. Well, I love George Clooney and Up in the Air. There is a good example, a guy trying to do something different with his career. My argument is not what you just said. My argument is that this movie itself is badly scripted and there's almost no plot. There is no backstory to this movie. There is no front story. There is no really middle story. I think this movie was supposed to bring back those 70s hitman movies where you got a certain amount of nudity, you've got a lot of scenic locations, you have some hard-as-nails heroes, and you have some beautiful women. If that's what you're looking for, then save your money and don't rent this picture. Why don't you go and find a movie like Day of the Jackal or, as you said, Boys from Brazil? Movies that have great storytelling and wonderful characters, rich characters. This, to me, was nothing more than an excuse to show some beautiful nude women making love with George Clooney in some pretty locations. End of movie, end of story. For me, this picture, The American, was infuriating. And I think if you really want to enjoy this picture, take a book, take a blanket, and take a bottle of Chianti. Red light, The American. Well, Anne, you and I are usually on the same page when it comes to reviewing movies, but I can't remember one that I was this diametrically opposed (laughs) to what you were saying. I enjoyed the heck out of this movie. I liked the way this was presented. It was kind of a different take mm-hmm. on the kind of hitman movies you were talking about. I thought George Clooney did some of his best work. Oh, please, Les. Because he wasn't playing George Clooney. John Wayne in a film, he was always great, and he always mm-hmm. played John Wayne. Okay. He didn't take those kinds of risks. George Clooney did. I admire him for it. I think he did mm-hmm. it very well. Okay. I think Anton Corbin, who is the director, did one heck of a job. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful to look at in terms of Italian scenery and even Swedish scenery. It was quite arresting. For 60 seconds. For 60 seconds, that's true. And because of that, I am giving this film Mm -hmm. a green light. Why am I not surprised? What's wrong with you? (laughs) So one enthusiastic green light and one enthusiastic red light for The American, a George Clooney film that some of you are going to love and some of you are not. Well, I hope we see something next Mm -hmm. time that we can both agree on, at least on one level or another, because that's what I look forward to. In the meantime, my name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that we're going to meet you munching on your popcorn and really enjoying the movies. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotus, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, Yeah. right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? (laughs) The Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.